Um, so last week we had uh, why do we have teaching? We've had why do we have worship from Neil? We've had why do we do impact altogether? We are continuing talking about why we do the things we do at Impact because actually we believe this is a place uh, where we think about what we do and there are reasons behind it. Um, we're not just keeping you off the streets, the bad streets of Oxted on a Friday night. <laughs> we actually have purpose for you being in this room. Um, so I thought we'd talk about it. And actually, it's also really good to make that clear that this is a place that we do um, ask questions and think about what we do ahead of Alpha. Uh, which is happening next month after, uh, yeah? yeah, yeah, it's next month. After yeah. half term, uh, we'll be kicking off Youth Alpha, which is a place for you to bring your own uh, questions about um, following Jesus and any friends that have questions about that. Maybe they just think you're really weird. Maybe they're not even your friends. They're just people that think you're weird. You should bring them here. <laughs> and we'll explain why that is in fact the case. Um, <laughs> so why it is? Is, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're with. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, and this will also hopefully be, be helpful too for when you go in um, on a Friday and uh, <coughs> everyone's like, what are you doing at the weekend? You go, oh, I'm going to Impact tonight. What do you do at Impact? And we start off by playing games. Well, they probably don't ask why you do that, but you could explain after this talk, hopefully. Why do we have fun? Okay, so first thing I want you to do is get into like twos, threes, fours, and um, ask each other this here question. What do you do to have fun? Um, but we can all agree fun is good. We, we like having fun. Um, 
maybe you could say it's sort of designed to have it. We work best as humans when we're having it. Um, <laughs> my dolphin. It's cute, isn't it? It's your dolphin. My dolphin, my pet dolphin. Yeah, that's what I do for fun. I go hunt dolphins and keep them, not for food. Actually for milk. I really want to try dolphin's milk. If any of you enter a line of work where you could procure me some dolphin's milk in my life. What? I, I do not want to depart this world about trying dolphin milk. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, let's get back. Um, I don't know if this sound will play through... No, it's not. But, oh, it's not even playing. What's going on? You can't even see what I'm seeing. Do you see what I'm seeing? Oh, I don't understand this. Does that work? It's gone. Wait. <gasps> This will work. We've still, we've still got no sound. I don't know how to fix that, but that's all right. Um, does anyone see this episode of Blue Planet? It wasn't so long ago. Blue Planet 2. It's fine. It doesn't need it. Did anyone see this episode? Oh, there you go. Look at them. Majestic milk carrying creatures. Why are you obsessed with Why are you not? Look at them. Wow. Um, yeah, did anyone see that episode? Yeah. Yeah? What happened? What was it about these dolphins? What were they doing? Jumping. Jumping. Swimming. They were playing. They were. They were playing. They were surfing. And this was one of the first times they'd been able to record this phenomenon. And um, it's really interesting science because it just shows there was no... There's no like hunting technique. Um, there's not really any logic or reason apart from dolphins love to have fun, um, and it's good for them, and it's good for their their social cohesion. It's it's just what they do. It's how they're made. And um, so, as Christians, we believe that um, we are made in God's image, and that the whole created world around us speaks of who God is. He, he created it, he designed it, he had ways and purposes, and he can be seen um, all around us. So I think things like this, they, they point to things that we can learn about God. And, um, and actually, so who remembers uh, 2 Corinthians 3.18? It was our learnt verse uh, last year. the Lord's glory and as we become Christians um, through the Spirit's power we want to be coming more and more like him um, so not only is it just important that we want to know what, what God is like but it's also important for thinking about how we um, are as Christians we want to be more and more like God um, more and more like Jesus um, imitators of him and how are you supposed to imitate someone if you don't know what he's like 
Um, so yeah, I, I think that God is the God who created surfing dolphins. I think he loves to have a bit of fun. Okay? Um, now, the problem with that is that as a English um, person that's brought up with an idea of what church is supposed to be like, um, I, I mean, to be honest, I didn't have much to do with church when I was growing up, but um, so I kind of got it, I learned about what church should be like from, from culture, and a lot of that is sit still, cross your arms, listen to some guy speak. Um, it, it never really appealed. It wasn't something I wanted to find out about because, to be honest, it sounded pretty boring. Um, so it might be a bit confusing if I come swanning in here saying God created us to have fun and that's even part of um, what we should be like as Christians um, to have fun if you're also weighing it against but isn't church kind of boring and that, that's surely what Christians are supposed to do the things that they do at church like how does this all fit together um, <clears throat> so that's one confusion that might come up the other confusion or questions that we might have is saying okay great so that sounds really good Josie like you're saying that part of following Jesus is to have fun right excellent so I can follow Jesus rather than coming to impact on a Friday night actually sometimes I don't find that that fun to be honest um, sometimes I've Watching Netflix in bed, that is way more fun. So, I can follow Jesus in my bed watching Netflix. Yeah? My logic goes there. Sunday morning, I can think of way more fun things to do on Sunday morning. For me, it would be like going for a run. That's probably not everyone's, but yeah. No, let's be, let's be honest. Sometimes I can find it very easy to find things that are more fun to do than what we're told is following Jesus, or parts of our life following Jesus. Um, and then, what about the things that I find really fun? In fact, they look really fun. I'm told they're really fun, but the Bible doesn't agree. Um, yeah, there are parts of living in our culture that we're told, you've got to try this, this is this is it, this is where fun is to be found, you've got to come to this place, it is great. But we know in our hearts and from, um, from our Bible that it doesn't agree. What do we do with that? Whew. It's more complicated than showing you a video of a dolphin and going home. Um, right, so we're going to read Power of the Lost Son. Yeah, might be well known. Um, I'm just going to read it quickly. Uh, so, Jesus continued. There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me a share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. 
So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed the pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of his servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come home, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The old brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, Look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you gave, never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours who has squandered your property with prostitutes comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him? My son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So it might be um, quite a familiar um, Bible story to lots of you. Um, in which case you can tell me where is the fun in this story? Partying. Which partying? When yeah, when the son comes back, his father throws a party for him. Um so we've got two sons here. Um one son, probably heard this teaching from this again, but I'll, I'll say it again, you know, he, he goes out, he takes his money from his father and reckons he can use that money to, to live for himself, um, find fun and enjoyment and all these things that we, we do crave in our hearts and he can find that for himself out in the big wide world. Um, but it doesn't last. I'm not saying that he didn't, enjoy himself when he's out there. I mean, the story doesn't tell us that, but, you know, why would he have gone if it wasn't to have fun? I'm sure he did have fun, but it didn't last. And then you got the other brother. Sounds like he had no fun at all. He was waiting for his fun. He, he said, like, I've been working and obeying the rules and, and doing all this for you. I haven't been having fun. And why isn't that good enough for you? Like, I've been not having fun. Isn't that the point of the story? No, that's not the point either. Because actually, the enjoyment to be had, the party to be had, is when 
we can enjoy being in the Father's presence. The Father in the story is so ready to celebrate. He passes so many cultural norms and just things that would have said, this is not the time to throw a party, and says, no, come on, it's party time, my son is home, he's alive. Um, and this is the Christian message, that there is a party to be had, but it's when we are restored in relationship to our Father. Psalm 1611. It's um, a great psalm. Read all of it. This is the end of it. Uh, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. This is the message from the Bible. It's not out there, fullness of joy. It's in his presence. So all those questions about, so can't I, um, it, wouldn't it be, you know, Jesus would be happy with me having a good time, whether that's in bed with Netflix or out doing things I can't say out loud at youth. Um, <laughs> it's impossible. It's, it's, it's just not, it won't bring you that fullness of joy. But I was so clear where I would define this fullness of joy is in his presence. So I think the other confusion to just get away with is I've been, I've swapped um, from starting with why do we have fun to talking about joy. Um, <laughs> and it's important to make that clear because that's actually what this hinges on. Um, I'm not talking about a superficial, um, really trite sense of, of having fun because Jesus has better for you than that. Um, and that is also great news for us when things aren't going well and things are painful and you don't feel like having fun, which happens to all of us. And I don't want you to hear that youth is only a place to come when you feel like having fun. That's not true. Um, because we're not just talking about fun, we're talking about joy, and that's deeper. It's a really it's a really deep truth, and I don't want to go on forever, so we can have more chats about it, but just to illustrate it, I think you can have joy in dark times. Um, when I think about dark times in my life, I think about times I've been heartbroken, and God has been near to me because... He is the one that binds up the brokenhearted. And although I was so, so sad, I also felt that truth that I hadn't known before in that way because I hadn't had a broken heart. I didn't know what it meant to feel like God was binding up my broken heart. And now I could have this weird sense of like, wow, God, you are so good to be doing this, to be with me. But it didn't make the situation any better. I just had sadness but I also had this joy at, at knowing God's presence with me. And ultimately, you know, it says it, it, says it here, it's in your presence there is fullness of joy. Um, so if we just talk about superficial fun, maybe where that's 
think about how we find enjoyment, we, 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 I, I, I. Um, this is about God, his presence. We talked about pod and things like that, um, what it means when we um, entered God's presence, like burning bush style, things like that. Um, when it's about being in his presence, it's about him. Um, so, yeah, it, it goes way deeper than just fun. Um, but actually, we also like that games and, um, yeah, just surface fun at youth because we believe it's an expression of enjoying God. Um, if you came here and we were all like sitting down going, you know, somber faces on, like, yes, Jesus. Um, <laughs> if you had felt that yourself, you might understand what, what we're doing, that we're enjoying God. Um, but if you have no idea, you'd be like, they look miserable. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with that. And so to me, sometimes we play games and just have laughter and fun because we want to express that we really enjoy Jesus. Um, this is a place that is all about Jesus and therefore it is impossible for it to be um, a true reflection of that without us having a bit of fun. Um, because, like I said at the beginning, God is fun, but also we enjoy God here at Impact. Um, so, that is what we're gonna do. We're gonna play some fun, stupid games. And I hope that you can understand it a bit more as an expression of us enjoying God and each other. <laughs>